Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I'm joined today by our Head of Investment Solutions at Zurich, Ian Slattery. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Today we're going to speak about the market events over the month of May 2022, how this has impacted different asset classes and what this might mean for investors. We will also talk about Zurich Investments Outlook in the short term and our recent positioning in relation to the Zurich funds. This month, our fund in focus is the Active Asset Allocation Fund, or as we know it, the AAA Fund. Good morning, Ian. Morning, Jacqueline. In May, we saw a number of key developments in the market and investor sentiment appears to have again extended to the downside. Can you bring us through some of these and the impact those events have had on markets and on the different asset classes? Yes, so as an overview, both global equities and Eurozone fixed income markets suffered negative returns over the course of the month of May. Um, A narrative we've discussed previously is the tightening of monetary policy globally by central banks. Uh, So throughout the month of May, we saw the US Federal Reserve, the Bank of England and the Reserve Bank of Australia all continue to raise interest rates. The Fed hiked rates by 50 basis points or half a percent in early May, which was its first half point rate increase since the year 2000. The ECB hasn't raised rates just yet, but plans to uh, beginning in July, which will be the first interest rate increase in the Eurozone since 2011. And the ECB looks to exit negative interest rates by the end of of Q3. So that general concept or narrative of, of monetary tightening has continued throughout the month of May and has hit both equity markets and fixed income markets. This has also led to a general tightening of financial conditions and investor sentiment, as you mentioned, does remain subdued. In relation to economic data, which we, we, we put a lot of importance on in terms of our active top-down investment process, the, using the US housing market is experiencing a slowdown due to the impact of the rising rates, but other economic indicators and business surveys, such as PMIs, um, for example, are still consistent with a growing economy. In Asia, the Chinese economy continues to gather pace once again following the COVID-induced shutdown in the Shanghai region. And as that region continues to reopen, we expect to see a rebound in economic data. Equities were down slightly in May. Can you give us some insight into this and talk a little bit about the performance of the different regions and sectors? Yes, yeah, so as you mentioned, world equities were, were down. So in euro terms for the month of May, they returned minus 1.45%, which leaves the year-to-date performance as minus 7.6%. Uh, in relation to individual geographical regions, over one month in euro terms, the best performing market was Hong Kong, albeit still with a negative return of minus 0.2%, whilst the worst performing market over one month in euro terms was Australia, which is down 3.3%. Turning to different sectors within the global stock market, energy continued its strong run and was up 11.6% in euro terms over the month, which gives it a staggering 55% positive return for the year so far. And that's very much been predicated on the higher energy prices in respect to oil and gas we've seen this year. Conversely, the worst performing sector throughout May was real estate, which was down 5.5%, whilst year-to-date consumer discretionary stocks, which contain some of the more growth-orientated names in the market, have been the worst performing sector and have returned negative 19.5% in euro terms so far in 2022. Moving away from equities now and moving to bonds as an asset class, can you explain how bonds have been affected by continuing inflation concerns and other market concerns? 
Yeah, so for example, when we look at the five-year plus Euro government bond index, uh, they did extend losses uh, in May and is down minus 2.7%. So that means that's key barometer year to date is down 14.6%. As mentioned in, at the outset, interest rates are expected to move higher across many key markets, including the US and the Eurozone over the summer months, which will lead to fixed income markets, in particular sovereign bonds remaining under pressure. In relation to some of the key uh, yields that we look across sovereign markets, the benchmark US 10-year Treasury yield finished the month at 2.88%, having begun the month at 2.93%. So that was a slight move lower in yields in the US. And as we know, yields and price move inversely. So, so prices actually increased in, in uh, US bonds throughout the month of May. However, this did contrast with higher yields for the 10-year German bond, which moved from 0.94% to 1.12% throughout May, which represents a loss in value for that key benchmark. How have commodities and currencies performed over the month of May? So, so as mentioned, uh, in relation to equity indexes, energy was the best performing on, on the back of, of commodity rise uh, rises throughout May. So the, the broad commodity index was up throughout May once again and returned to 0.9%, a more muted gain than in previous months. Uh, as oil continued to move higher, albeit at a slower pace, while soft commodities and gold uh, brought the overall index return lower due to their negative performance throughout the month. Uh, very briefly on currency markets, the, the euro buys you $1.07 and 85 pence sterling, and euro weakness has reduced or dampened the losses experienced for Irish investors so far in 2022. Against this backdrop, what is the current position that Zurich Investments have taken in relation to their asset allocation positions and on a geographical and sector basis? So overall, there was no change to the asset allocation within Zurich's multi-assets uh, suite of funds throughout May. Equities do remain our preferred asset class. Uh, and equities have risen from their lows of mid-May, whilst key volatility measures such as the VIX are also trending lower. However, vigilance is required given the uncertainty currently evident within the global economy, and we do continue to have a cautious outlook in, in relation to, to markets in general. Uh, within equity markets, the US continues to be our main underweight region on a geographical basis, which therefore, given the fact that it is two-thirds the global market, results in a positive bias across other main in, uh, regions. Moving to, to fixed income markets, uh, as, as mentioned a couple of times already, Eurozone sovereign bonds are likely to remain under pressure given the expectation of tightening monetary policy, and therefore we remain underweight uh, in terms of our position towards that asset class. And our allocations to government bonds remain of a short duration nature. Within corporate bonds, we do prefer corporate bonds over sovereign bonds where we have that flexibility, but we do continue to favour short and medium duration corporate bonds. Zurich Investments, based in Dublin, is responsible for managing assets of approximately 31 billion. Zurich's active asset allocation fund is a multi-asset fund that was launched in 2010. We might discuss how is Zurich's active top-down investment process reflected in a fund like the active asset allocation fund? So when we look at our, our active top-down investment process, where we are in the economic cycle is, is our starting point, and that helps to inform our asset allocation decisions down through geographical sector and individual holdings in the asset classes. So it is directly reflected in a fund like AAA, which begins, as, as the name says, with active asset allocation. So our allocations to the likes of equities versus bonds is very much informed by our top-down investment process. And as we move down through the process into the individual asset classes, 
we we make uh, decisions based on geography sector and then down to individual holdings so overall the active top-down investment process is very much reflected directly in a fund in, like the triple a fund how are asset allocation decisions made within the fund so we have a formal asset allocation group which meets on a weekly basis where the investment dealing team discuss the key trends stories and narratives that have occurred uh, throughout the last week and what might happen in the weeks ahead this is very much a collaborative team-based approach between our equity and fixed income portfolio managers we don't always make an asset allocation uh, change on a weekly basis we in fact we wouldn't most weeks but where we when we do make a change we, we decide to reflect that in the funds immediately. What that means is if we decide to go increase our equity content, we would go out, we would trade that in an efficient manager and it would be reflected in the asset allocation of a fund like AAA within a day or two. So very much the asset allocation decisions are, are made instantaneous. There's no waiting for a, a monthly rebalance or things like that. The, the views of the, the Zurich investment team are reflected in the fund as they are made. What sort of asset classes does it invest in? So yes, it, 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 the, the AAA fund invests across the five main asset classes, so namely that's equities, fixed income, property, alternatives and cash. Um, and we've got various components underneath the surface of all those different asset classes. So we do obviously actively manage the asset class allocations. There's a flexibility there in terms of the asset class ranges that we can uh, invest in. And underneath the surface, as I mentioned, within the equity component, for example, there's wide diversification in terms of the geographies and the sectors and the individual holdings. How does the Active Asset Allocation Fund differ from other multi-asset funds that Zurich offer? So all our, our funds have different mandates in terms of their uh, asset class ranges, the asset class they might invest in. So each fund does offer something different, but it is worth noting that they all uh, sit within the overarching Zurich philosophy and the active top-down investment process. So for example, the asset allocation decisions of AAA are reflected proportionately within our Prisma risk target fund range. However, the AAA fund does have a couple of unique aspects. It has got very flexible asset class ranges. For example, the fund can invest as low as 15% in equities or as high as 65% in equities. So as we, we have a midpoint, therefore, of 40% in equities. So a low of 15, a max of 65, and midpoint of 40. As we look today at the, the, the first week in June, the AAA fund has an equity content of 51%, so very much still in positive or a positive bias towards equities. The fund also has no volatility consideration, so it does have, have flexibility in that respect as well. So it does have the ability to, to be very flexible in its asset class approach, and that has been reflected in terms of the, some of the returns the fund has been able to uh, produce since it was incepted in October 2010. The Active Asset Allocation Fund has a strong, consistent track record. What is the outlook for the fund in the future? So, so as mentioned in the last question, we do remain um, a positive, uh, maintain a positive bias, excuse me, towards equities within the fund, and that that's the short-term view of, of Zurich. Uh, we we look to to continue to to react to markets and navigate markets and maintain a flexible outlook. We are undergoing a structural change in monetary policy, and that's got profound impacts on different asset classes. So we have flexibility there in terms of the asset classes we can invest in across the five main ones that I've mentioned. Uh, we are cautiously optimistic on the global economy uh, at this stage, but I suppose the flexibility 
is a clear benefit of a fund like AAA. As our as our views change, we reflect them in the fund. It's reflected in our commentary, and customers can keep up to date with it on, on a weekly and monthly basis. That brings us to the end of this podcast episode. Thank you, Ian, for joining me today and for this investment market update and for going through Zurich Investments' current positioning and the AAA fund. And also thank you to our listeners. As always, for more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit zurich.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.